You are listening to Western Iowa's information leader, KCIM. I'm Nathan Cones here with your midday news for Wednesday, February 15th, 2023. The Carroll Police Department reports a Lanesboro woman was arrested on Tuesday for several outstanding arrest warrants. According to law enforcement, 48-year-old Don Maria Miller was taken into custody at approximately 3.51 p.m. in the 200 block of North 2nd Street here in Carroll on an outstanding warrant for failure to appear and also booked for possession of a controlled substance with intent to deliver. The drug charge stems from an investigation launched in November by the Carroll Police Department that accused Miller of intending to distribute 3.5 grams of methamphetamine, as well as five Schedule II controlled substances. A Schedule II classification includes drugs with a high propensity towards psychological or physical dependence, such as morphine, opium, oxycodone, and fentanyl. As of this morning, Miller remained in custody at the Carroll County Jail. The Carroll City Council has approved a fourth change order for the ongoing Carroll Recreation Center Improvement Project in excess of $120,000. Parks and Recreation Director Chad T. Meyer says that multiple issues were discovered as construction neared the halfway point that needed addressed. This added work includes replacement of existing sanitary sewer piping that is in need of replacement that serves the pool sump pit, elevator equipment room designing an offset equipment room to allow all the needed equipment to be set in an adjacent room instead of altering the overall elevator shaft, which would have included larger footprint and alterations to the roof and HVAC. ASI number 10 would be cost is associated with removing existing transformer located in the mezzanine and replacing in another location. This transformer is out of code and needs replacement and moved to a new location. RFI 14 is rerouting the wiring of an existing air handling unit. It wasn't properly located since the existing wiring was fed up through cavity walls and through the flooring <laughs> and must be removed for the walking track area and the gymnasium joist, which is increasing the overall depth of the joist to allow for less deflection of the walking track. Currently, the walking track is scheduled to have a deflection of nearly three inches, which is maximum for that structure. The recommendation is to deepen the joist to allow for less than one inch of deflection. The individual changes range in price from as little as $10,625 for the transformer replacement up to $40,000 for the walking track joist revisions with a total overall cost of $122,267. A previous change order for $28,648 met resistance from council members due to a perceived lack of communication between city officials, the project's architects, RDG Planning and Design, and the general contractor, Baiting Construction. Ward 4 Councilwoman Carolyn Seaman says change order number 4's documentation was submitted much earlier than the last and in a much easier to understand format. I did appreciate the breakdown and I thought that was helpful and I had a better understanding of the rationale. I think we'll get a good end result. Three of them were existing old structures so I mean it's just something we're having to deal with. But I did like that format. Thank you. To date, nearly $187,000 of the $312,000 set aside in the construction contingency has been spent, but the project is still short of the halfway point. Mayor Mark Beardmore says that is a point of concern. I do recall them saying we're about 40% complete, but we're well over 40% of our contingency. And so the question that I asked is, I said, all right, now moving forward, with what yet needs to be done, where might we expect some of these 
and I didn't get a real clear answer on that. The architect and contractors indicated to city officials that it's difficult to predict change orders, but the men's locker room and the track are the areas that could see future adjustments. Construction costs for the project were originally estimated at $6.265 million, and the most recent contract sum, with change orders included, stands at $6.452 million. Substantial completion is still scheduled for October 20th of this year. And a Jessup, Georgia woman arrested last month for assaulting two officers during a traffic stop has been sentenced in Carroll County District Court. Court records show 36-year-old Nikisha Naomi White was initially charged with two counts of assault on a peace officer, a Class D felony, and interference with official acts, a serious misdemeanor, following the January 10th incident. Authorities say White refused multiple commands to exit her vehicle and sprayed the officers with pepper spray and bit one of them on the hand as they removed her from the car's interior. White pled guilty to two lesser misdemeanor charges, assault and assault causing bodily injury, after reaching an agreement with prosecutors. She was sentenced last week to 10 days in the Carroll County Jail on each count, and the sentences are to be completed concurrently with credit for time already served. The court also ordered White to pay over $1,200 in fines, surcharges, and restitution in the case. And we do need to step away for just a moment. We'll be right back. More news on the way after this on KCIM. Respect. 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 It's something people struggling with addiction rarely get from others. But together, we can help change that. By treating those with substance use problems as people. We set an example for others. We help stop the stigma surrounding addiction. So people can get the help. And the respect they deserve. It starts with us. See the person. See the person. See the person. Not the addiction. Do heart problems run in your family? In recognition of American Heart Month, Manning Regional Healthcare Center reminds everyone about the importance of heart health. MRHC offers cardiology services on the first and third Tuesday every month. Cardiac nuclear imaging and stress testing can be performed as needed, and echocardiograms are available on the third Tuesday of the month. To schedule a cardiology appointment at Manning Regional Healthcare Center, call 712-792-6500. Welcome back to KCIM's Midday News. I'm Nathan Cones reporting. Two Shaler men were arrested over the weekend in connection to multiple incidents at the same property. According to the Sac County Sheriff's Office, the first reported incident occurred at approximately 3.23 a.m. Friday morning in the 300 block of Selkirk Street in Shaler. Authorities say two brothers, 29-year-old Justin Michael Nordstrom and 42-year-old Corey Joseph Anderson, were involved in a physical altercation stemming from a dispute about Anderson's girlfriend. During the fight, Anderson sustained serious injuries and he was transported by Sac County Emergency Medical Services to the Buena Vista Regional Medical Center in Storm Lake for treatment. Nordstrom was arrested at the scene on charges of domestic abuse assault causing serious bodily injury and aggravated misdemeanor. Law enforcement responded to another call at 8.23 a.m. related to the same property. Authorities say a female victim reported an unidentified male entered the home with a handgun and ordered her to leave. Their investigation led them to 25-year-old Jeremy Scott Barker of Shaler. He told law enforcement a third party had asked him to visit the home and ensure the woman was no longer there. Barker claims he brought the handgun due to the presence of swords in the house. Deputies arrested Barker on charges of assault while displaying a dangerous weapon, an aggravated misdemeanor. An investigation into the incidents is ongoing. 
West Side City officials have announced that the boil order issued from earlier this week has been lifted. The advisory began Monday morning following a required repair to their system. The advisory was lifted following clear test results from the Iowa Department of Natural Resources showing no bacteria or other contaminants in the water. City officials thank residents for their patience and understanding during the advisory's duration. Individuals with questions can contact Westside City Hall at 712-663-4493. The city of Glidden is moving forward with changes to their cybersecurity and website updates. According to City Administrator Brooke Peterson, the council has been discussing and trying to figure out if they should move forward with the plan. At their meeting Monday, city officials approved having Computer Repair and Service of Carroll help update the city's cybersecurity systems at their regular hourly rate. The council also approved Fusebox Marketing of Carroll as the website design team. Peterson says the website needs a new look that will help attract people to Glidden and eliminate all the old links that are found on their current site. City officials contracted with Fusebox Marketing for a total of $6,000. The website design process is expected to last anywhere from 8 to 12 weeks. Carol Broadcast will bring you more from Glidden City Council meeting on Monday and upcoming newscasts. The Robert D. and Billy Ray Center at Drake University has announced former Iowa State University wide receiver Alan Lazard as the 2023 Pillar of Character Award recipient. Lazard is originally from Des Moines and broke records with the Cyclones before entering the National Football League as an undrafted free agent. He eventually landed in Green Bay with the Packers, where he played for five seasons and carved out his spot as one of the league's top receivers. While his career as a professional athlete has taken him outside of Iowa, Lazard has not forgotten about his home state. He regularly returns to give back to his community in a variety of ways, such as supporting Iowa veterans through his nonprofit organization, visiting pediatric patients at local hospitals, and serving as a role model for young Iowans. Drake University President Marty Martin says Allen is everything this award represents. He demonstrates outstanding character and leadership on and off the field. Allen is a role model to the next generation and exemplifies what it means to lead with kindness, humility, and a commitment to serving others. Lazard will receive the award on April 14th at the Ray Center's All-Star Evening in West Des Moines. The Character Award is presented annually to Iowans who demonstrate good character and reflect former Governor Ray's dedication to others. Previous recipients include many notable Iowans, including uh, Norman Borlaug, Hayden Fry, and Ashton Kutcher. And the Iowa, Gov uh, Iowa Governor Kim Reynolds and the Iowa Department of Education are joining a nationwide campaign to encourage overall wellness in kids. The Don't Quit Fitness Campaign is a partnership between the National Foundation for Governors Fitness Councils that was created to reserve, uh, reverse growing trends of childhood mental illness and obesity. Reynolds says, since becoming governor, my administration has made historic investments in Iowa's mental health, including the first ever children's mental health system in our state. I believe in supporting mental health in a variety of ways and, I'm, and am excited about how the Don't Quit campaign can help improve the mental and physical health of school-aged children by providing fitness centers for three Iowa schools. The application period for schools interested in the program opened yesterday and closes on Sunday, March 26th. Selected applicants will receive a Don't Quit Fitness Center in their district valued at $100,000. The NFGFC plans to build a nation of the fittest, healthiest kids in the world and has provided centers in 42 states and Washington, D.C. Links to the application materials and more information about that program are included with this story on our website. And that is going to wrap up your look at the midday news right here on KCIM. For these stories and many more, check us out online by following us on Facebook and Twitter, on the web at 1380kcim.com, or through the Carol Broadcasting mobile app. I'm Nathan Cones reporting.